Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump ship incoming. Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio. This is episode 20. It is February in 2020. It's 20 for 2020. It is the future, yes. I'm Rob. I'm Brian. And I'm Chopper. Oh, you didn't do the magic words that cut you out of the call this time. That's good. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes this is uh, this is the jump ship. We're uh, introing the show right now, if you cannot tell. <laughs> we have an exciting well, show. Hopefully you people have done stuff. I hope everyone is having a great new year. Yes. We're t- we're Welcome a, to the future. We're a month in now. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, I went on vacation. That was nice. So... Nice. I did not. So now I'm back in the cold, so I'm depressed. So <laughs> that's right. You went to like Bar- Bartles and James or something like that. I went to Tobago, and it was great. <laughs> and I watched a lot of lot of shows there, so I have a lot to talk about. All right, perfect. Nice. Okay, we'll get uh, right into the dropship, and we'll be back after this. Dropship landing. Mobile Radio. Are you done? This episode, this episode sponsored by Mobile Armor Radio. Listen to Mobile Radio on Apple iTunes. Dead Get Zone your... Podcast recommends Mobile Armor Radio. <laughs> iTunes is your... dead. Get your mech fill on, on. Did I, I'll, did I fall asleep? Why are we doing, <laughs> why are we doing bumpers here, people? <laughs> Oh, I thought we were doing a commercial between segments. Yeah. So I was doing a commercial. Countercharge. <laughs> Techaglue for your all your PVC glue needs. Techaglue by Aileen sticks to anything. Except for plastic. Are we done? Yes. And we're in the dropship. These guys have been messing around for the, the whole time. We had that little interlude. <laughs> this is there a real time. Some, there was going to be some great commercials, but I edited them out. But the censorship, the censor board here at Old Arm Radio is very strict. That's right. And, and kind of a dick. I am Comstar. <laughs> so, what we're working on? It's dropship. Anybody working on anything? Yes. Yay! Strangely enough, yes. Yay! It's a new year, people. Yes. <laughs> I promised that I would actually get some work done, and I did. Okay, Pat, you go first, then. What have you done? It's not a lot. That's all right. It's better than nothing. <laughs> I started uh, actually unboxing my cab, putting them up together, uh, putting, uh, putting all the little, little mechs together, making sure... I didn't put the arms on backwards like someone I know. <laughs> if you're listening, John, it still makes me laugh that the owner of uh, Talon Games had to point out on your back that your arms are on backwards. <laughs> uh, so I've been filtering through that giant box of plastic and putting out the bags, putting all the pieces together, make sure I got all the pieces, actually. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, train looks great, of course, so that thing. Uh, I finished up, uh, I, I'm gonna say about maybe close to almost five dozen points to put together oh. of Terran, of a Terran fleet that I've been, I, I put together on the Army Builder. So I want to try that out uh, next time we play. 
uh, and paint it up. I haven't really worked out a, a paint scheme on for the Terran yet, but uh, uh, it's very hard to make a Terran force when you're used to working with another another race because uh, for the rock, the magic number is four. So four mechs in the squad gets all your bonuses and your racial bonuses and everything. Uh, with the Terrans, the magic number is five. <laughs> so hmm. with five in the squad, you don't get as much as you think you would. Yeah, for the so, same points, you mean? Yeah, so I've been playing around. I've been playing around with do I drop this mech down to uh, a lighter mech or do I keep a heavy mech and take two more lighter mechs? Uh, so, uh, you know, that was all during the Kickstarter. That was back and forth with my list. So I think I'm kind of happy with it. Uh, we'll play with it around, you know, just, you know, you never know how good it is to actually play with it. So, you know, oh, what else have I been working on? Oh, I finished up the, the last of my monster apocalypse dudes, I think, except for the giant Cthulhu monster, because I don't have any minions for him yet. But uh, I finished up the Mecha Godzilla and his little uh, dinosaur troops. So uh, we'll be ready to rock and roll some Protector versus Destructor uh, monster apocalypse, probably when Rob shows up. Uh, yep. Nice. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff that's uh, been going on. We got to get going. Yeah. We got Cav. We got Monster Apocalypse. We got yeah, all the stuff. Now I'm looking. Uh, I decided to leave Pacific Rim, the game, to Rob to teach me how to play when it comes to visits. Oh yeah, I got to learn how to play that. That's right. Mm-hmm. So put that on to do list. That's on what? That's on his Comstar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, as far as other mechs, that's all I got. Uh, I did get a Thundercracker for Christmas, but I did not start working on him yet because I didn't want to get distracted from the calf. The Fury Thundercracker? Uh, yeah, the Fury Thundercracker. So all I'm missing now is, uh. Did I order it? I ordered that, didn't I, to your host? Did I? Did you order it for me? You never did order oh, it, did you? No, I did. I forgot. Is that You rat bastard. With? It's probably over. You bastard. I asked you twice. <laughs> 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 uh, that's all right. Hopefully, no, I get them at C two E two. It's it's not all right. I get them at C two E two. Right. I'll get them for you at C two E two. No, <laughs> I'll be there then. I was gonna pay you cold hard cash. I I can't remember what company you had them on sale. I don't yeah, remember now. Did, did you send it to me? Uh, I don't remember. It was a long time ago now. See, the problem is if you sent it to me in a in a Facebook message. I, I tend to forget these things. It's all good. I just, you, only reason I remembered is you just reminded me by saying that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that's all I got. You haven't bought, I guess, is it out yet? The, uh, Devastator? I don't think so. It should be out by C2E2, hopefully. Devastator should be out by C2E2, yeah. Yeah, it'd be good. Cool. Brian, that's what do you I got, got going on? <laughs> Well, uh, surprisingly enough, I actually did do some hobbying <laughs> this, uh, this last month. Uh, we had in, uh, in the Michigan area here, we had a dead zone tournament coming up. And so, uh, Rick Hall, friend of the show, um, and I 
kind of challenged each other to to put together a different list than we we'd had in the past, and uh, I decided to to pick up the the Marauders. Uh, I think I've probably spoken about them a little bit in the past. They're basically uh, you know big brutish kind of orc guys, and uh, and one thing that I I'd, I'd wanted to do with them uh, when I when I got them and started putting them together I was like I want these guys to be my Xeon to my GCPS Federation. Um, and and so after some experimenting with uh, some contrast paints, I actually painted up uh, about 175 points worth of uh, Marauder guys. They're, they're in the, the green, uh, kind of like an olive drab of the Xeon, like regular uniforms. I got uh, some specialists. They... With some some red and yellow accents to to denote rank and stuff like that, and then I also um, one of the new models that recently came out for the Marauders is this little little mecha called a, a Gruntbot, and Gruntbot. Uh, yeah, and I I'd already you know if you're familiar with the show you know that I, I've kind of done the Gundam mechs uh for that i've got a one modeled after the easy eight i've got one modeled after the um the goof custom and i thought grunt bots well in in a regular game i might be able to take three of them how cool would it be if that was my black tri-star team and so i i painted uh a grunt bot up in the the color scheme of a dome um and did a, a a fun little conversion for him uh Normally they have this kind of like really goblin looking esque helmet that sits on the top. Um, and I found that if I just turn it upside down, I can give it kind of that little visor like a dome <laughs> has <laughs> and, and kind of hides the goblin teeth of the helmet. <laughs> just kind of in a, in a, it, you know, makes it a little bit of a unique spin on the suit itself. Um, really kind of puts in the, to the space in a fun way. Um, I really like how it came out. Uh, it had been the first time painting again in, in a bit. So, uh, it was really fun to, to put together a whole little skirmish force. Um, it's, it's only about nine guys total, I think. Uh, so it was, it was quick work with, um, with contrast paints. I used, uh, basically like base them with, uh, the main colors that I was going to have on on them first, and then I used the contrast on top of that just to kind of help accent uh, things. So overall, I'm I'm really happy with how they turned out. They they look really sweet, and I could see myself throwing together a couple more uh, to flesh out my my Zeon roster, as it were. Uh, so Is yeah, <laughs> the well, I can't uh, like to see them. Well, they're on the uh, Mobile Armor Radio page. I shared it onto that uh, the well, Facebook in page real, in real life. Yeah. Well, you'll never I'm, see them in real life. You're not allowed to see them in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I could see about. I'm um, probably going to be bringing them to Adepticon, if if only just to show them off uh, for fun. Haven't decided yet if that's going to be my roster. Uh, Got to make sure that the Rebs are represented in the Dead Zone tournament there. But uh, if they got a good showing. Uh, my my play this this new force I put together. Put so. it put it in the uh, brush with death. Yeah, I can do it's that. It's all mantic, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a hundred percent. Well, 
if I leave out the Strider, because it's got like bits and bobs from uh, an SD Gundam kit. I think you're allowed a certain percentage, aren't you, Pat? <laughs> no. <laughs> Has to be 100%? Uh, yes. For the rest of death. Even if it's not, uh, it's just a, a model kit? Come on. <laughs> I mean, it could be scratch-built pieces. He yeah, could, they, he could say they're scratch-built. You built them from scratch, <laughs> didn't you, Brian? As, as I put, put to the record, uh, like I said before, I, I clipped them off of an SD goof. Oh, kit. You're just, you're so, just too honest. I'll know. be honest about <laughs> it. But, um, you know, maybe it's something where if I, if I still got time, no, that's a lie. I don't have time before Adepticon here. No, it's um, coming up quick. Everything's coming up quick. But, uh, I could, I'll see if I got something to throw together for Brush with Death. Probably, probably nothing too crazy, but. Even if you just put in your uh, stunt butt there, or grunt butt, I mean. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If I Does it have a number of force, or is it just like put together a squad? Sci-fi single, sci-fi unit, sci-fi vehicle. There you go. Okay. Single. Yeah, I could do it as a single or, or the unit there. I yep. might do the unit without the goof. There you go. It's probably 150 points or something. It, yeah, it's pretty darn close to 150 points, so just say that. Yeah, that could be yeah. fun. Call of the day. Call of the day. Just so you could show them <laughs> off. Just to show them off. And, uh, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm actually going to be in a penning tournament. That'll be interesting. And <laughs> you just have to uh, get all the people who like Gundams in there to vote for you. Yeah, yeah. So, fans of the show, <laughs> Mobile Armor Radio, I don't think you guys it's... find yourself at Adepticon. It's not a public vote, though, is it, Pat? Isn't it just you guys vote for it? Uh, not us guys. There is a professional judge. Find the professional judge and bribe him. I mean, <laughs> tell him how cool Gundam is. You don't know who the professional judge is yet, do you, Pat? Is that no, why? Is no. you not given a name? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if he does, he's not telling us. Um, but yeah, so the, the next, uh, Dead Zone team I'm actually planning to work on is a, is a force called Maison Labs. And I've always planned to do them uh, in the, the paint scheme of the Titans uh, from from Zeta Gundam. Mm. Uh, so that'll be that'll be another fun one to to put together. I will say, like one thing that's been fun uh, hearing Pat talk about painting schemes and stuff. One thing that's been fun with painting these, you know, basically the war gaming models with a color scheme from a cartoon show. Is it that it makes you experiment with some really out there color combinations? Like, like the greens and reds and yellows, like off the top of your head, I could, I was having trouble envisioning what that would look like until we <laughs> kind of mocked together uh, a sample one. And it, it really turned out really well. And even the, the, like the dome is, is black, purple and red with some yellow on it. Like it's, it's a weird, combination of colors in part to sell toys but uh it it really works and they still feel kind of uniform amongst themselves so that's good yeah so if if you're ever struggling for a color scheme i'd say look at look at children's cartoon shows and see what's out there do something crazy (laughs) but uh that's enough for me rob what have you been hobbying about 
I don't think I mentioned it, but uh, for Christmas, my buddy Jack got me a MG Deathscythe Hell, and that was fun to put together. He's huge. His wingspan takes up my whole shelf. Like, he, he's oh, gigantic. Wow. And I really liked him. And it was the MG kit. I, it's, I think it's only my second MG kit. I've, no, third MG kit I've made, so it was fun. And he's big, and I like him. So that was fun. And I and my buddy is like, oh, it's going to take you months to do this. I did it in like a weekend. <laughs> I had to put him together because he was fun. Uh, we also got, uh, well, I got my Cav Kickstarter in, so I assembled all of that. I haven't painted anything yet. You put the whole thing together already? Oh, yeah. That's what? a lot of models, man. It was a lot of models. I, I glued myself to myself quite often. I was, like, caked in glue. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a pretty extensive building. And all the terrain. Like, we got so much stuff. It was a crazy yeah, amount it, of plastic. Uh, it was a good, good Kickstarter. And it was in like a smallish box. I was like, oh, it's not that big. But he shoved everything in that box so tight. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all bones black material. So it's a little bit stiffer than the regular bones, which is nice. I like it. Um, also, my other buddy, uh, Patrick here, he bought me Monster Apocalypse, uh, the Protectors, I think they're called. Or Guard. I think they're called the Guard Protect. And, uh. It's, yeah, it's the Protector. Faction, yeah, and it's the guard is the types, and it's the giant robot with his his tanks, and I uh, I primed him, I put him together and primed him, and I'm excited. I have a paint scheme I'm going to do for him, but I haven't got there yet. So I have done that, which was cool, and I can't wait to play that with Patrick. And I'm going to C2E2. If anybody's going to C2E2, Pat and I are going to be in the Mantic booth. Come say hi. Yeah. Come by, come or come meet us in the Bandai booth. Yeah, yeah, we'll be. We'll be trying to buy stuff in Bandai, I'm sure. Uh, we also got, uh, from Kid Logic, we got the, the monster and the destroids. The monster is awesome. The guns were uh, yeah. a little fiddly to glue in because they, uh, they're very long. So I had to like tape them to hold them into place while I glued them. But I love that thing. It's huge because it's all to scale for, uh, Robotech. So it's gigantic. Um, one of my destroids That's came awesome. with, uh, two right arms, I think. And I contacted them, and the lady there got right back to me and sent me another one in the mail. So my Destroid is now both armed. So great <laughs> kits and good customer service. So that's good. That's always good to hear. And our next set's just been shipped. I just got a shipping notification today. So we'll be getting those. They got them out just before Chinese New Year. So that's great. Oh, good. <laughs> and I, I don't even remember what's in that one. Oh, it's the uh, – I think it's the, the Glog and uh, a few other – few other uh, of the Zentradi. So that's kind of fun. And I think that might be it. There's a lot of kits going on, but uh, I haven't actually painted anything. That's the only problem. I've got even a lot of assembly done, but not much painting. I still have a, uh, a, a uh, stunt bot on my desk that's been there for, I don't know, months. I have a <laughs> grunt bot on my desk that's been there for months. So... I actually got to get back into painting. I was painting my Hellboy Kickstarter. That was a problem. I still have a lot of that to paint. So, uh, um, yeah, that's about it for my kits and my stuff. I I don't get uh, Gundam loot anymore, so I don't have my monthly Gundam loot because my shelf got filled, <laughs> and now I have a Death Scythe that fills up <laughs> way more than I. Everybody's kind of shoved together now. It doesn't look pretty anymore. I have to like no. rearrange it all, <laughs> but. uh too many Gundams. I think that's about it. 
Uh, if that's uh, for Dropship, we'll go into Comstar. Once again, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about because we had a lot of holidays that we probably watched a lot of stuff. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Message from Comstar. Good old Skype. Good old Skype working perfectly today. Speaking of Skype, we're into Comstar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is where we talk TV, movies, books, comics, RPGs, video games, anything else. Tabletop games, I guess. Um, Brian, have you been watching anything or reading anything? Or well, uh, unfortunately, like with with the extra hobby stuff that I was doing, <laughs> I actually didn't get around to to watching. Or, or um, I'm working through one of the Witcher books right now, so that's yeah. kind of its own thing. Not many me- but, mechs uh, in Witcher. Not not <laughs> enough mechs in Witcher. Is it's my the opinion. one thing you could say about Witcher. It's not enough. Yeah, mechs. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hopefully, we'll see if they if they do decide to tie it into that Cyberpunk uh, twenty seventy seven or right. whatever. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but no, the I have still slowly been making my way through uh, Gridman. Um, still really enjoying that show, and uh, yeah, just it's just kind of moving along. I I was really busy this this last month uh, as well. Uh, you know, on top of the holidays and whatnot, uh, wound up doing a whole lot of running around, traveling and, and stuff. So didn't have as much time to just kind of sit down and watch something. Um, or, or, you know, played a, played a couple other games, but that's cause I'm a sucker for Legend of Zelda. <laughs> no mechs in that either. What the hell? <laughs> no mechs in, not, not in this, but you know what? You know, Breath of the, the Wild there. Is like the best Mega Man Legends three game I think we're ever gonna get because <laughs> there is a lot of sci-fi going on in that game. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there, but uh, they got like spider robots and everything. It's great. And uh, but yeah, so mostly been uh, just kind of catching up on on videos and now that now that things are starting to settle down and uh, strangely enough pick back up again because I've got a a move coming up. Uh, so need to start packing, packing away some of the, the movies and the, the, uh, figurines and stuff like that. Um, getting ready for that, that move. So, uh, not, not a whole lot going on on my end. Mecca related right now. But, uh, how about you, Pat? Me? Um, uh... Not too much movies or TV as much as uh, reading the book. I finished up the first book of that uh, Ashley Pollard series. Oh, yeah? Uh, Bad Dog, and now I've started the second book, which I can't remember the title. It's in my bedroom. <laughs> uh, it picks up after the first book, after she got out of that little time loop, and now she is leading another squad again, but she's kind of got that... What the hell did you do or what happened to you? Are you still the same kind of person? Can we trust you kind of thing going on with the rest of the military? Uh, so, uh, the first book was really good and I enjoyed it. Uh, so I would put that on the recommendation list for anyone that wants to read a mech book that's not, uh, Robotech or Robotech. Battletech. <laughs> Battletech, I meant. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it was a nice breath for share, I would say, you know. I think it was worth the read. Cool. Uh, and the second one is starting out uh, just as good. And so uh, 
uh, looks like her trilogy. I think might be might be a win. So so far, uh, again, geez, I should have wrote the, this person's name down. Uh, thanks for mentioning uh, Ashley Pollard in our Facebook uh, links to, uh, on things to read outside of other things. So uh, I found it quite enjoyable. Uh, I did watch a couple things of obsolete uh, on YouTube while I'm at work, and I forget where I'm at now. I think I'm maybe on three or four. Um, it's a very good story. Uh, I think uh, the person who mentions Ashu Pollard was Mike Utes. Yes, thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. If you're listening, thank you very much. I enjoyed the books, or I am enjoying the books. Uh, so. Yes, as for absolute or obsolete, it's uh, yeah. it's six six episode. It was behind a paywall, but now they're all free, and that's good. Uh, the link to the playlist in the show notes, and everybody should check it out. There's not really a story; it's more just like vignettes in this world. They go through different time periods and how yeah. these new mech things got introduced, and it's really interesting. Hmm. I think there's kind of a story. There's like a. Uh... But there's no, it's, it's not, not like actually a, a story. Like it just, there, there's no narrative. There's, it doesn't, like there's no heroes. There's no plot. <laughs> yeah. Well, there kind of isn't there that, that one sergeant guy. Isn't he the hero? Not, eh, not really. No. It's, it's kind of, yeah. You haven't, you haven't oh, yeah, watched just, it all yet, have you? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. Right. It's kind of like, uh, it, it just get, goes to different people a lot and then it, it kind of like introduces the world. Like hopefully there's going to be a season two and hopefully that has more of a, like now it's introduced and you kind of get the bad guys and good guys and we don't know which is which. And mm-hmm. like hopefully the next season, if they do another one there, I think they're what about 10 minutes long. They're not very long. They're pretty quick. Yeah. Like, they're, they're very easy to watch. That's why I watch them at work. And they're, uh, they're on the actual Bandai North America channel, I think. And, uh, it's good. They're making kits for it. So there's going to be obsolete kits, which is oh, cool. Nice. And it, cause the whole point is it's based on this alien technology. That's just like a frame almost. And they keep slapping stuff on it. All the different races or all the different, uh, factions put different, uh, things to make their, it their own. Like the Americans are very high tech ones. Whereas the Africans are more like just throwing some stuff on. And then there's the mercenaries who have their own version. And they, so each one could be a different kit. So that'll be fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't know when the kits release, but uh, it was a good commercial for those kits, at very least. <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, it was behind the paywall at first. It was, I think it was YouTube Red, but now it's all free. So check it yeah. out. Sweet. All right. Well, you can finish up, Rob, because that's all I had was Obsolete. Oh, you just have that? Yep. Yeah. I watched Obsolete. That was the one thing I was going to mention. But I, <laughs> I also started watching uh, Genesis Climber Waspita, the original, not the Robotech version. And uh, it's all dubbed, which is fun. <laughs> no, it's all subbed, which is fun. It's subtitled. And uh, I wish it was dubbed because I hate reading. But it's it's uh, very unique. It, it is different from the Robotech one. And I don't remember the Robotech one 100%, but there's a lot of things I'm like, whoa, I don't remember this being in there. <laughs> and I think generally it seems to be a pretty good story. And it's fun. I've, I've, I don't know, about a third of the way through now. Yeah, I enjoy it. You know, just kind of must be there. Yeah, it's a fun, fun story. Great. Like, I can't believe it isn't in the Robotech universe. They have Veritex in it. Like, they look just the exact same. Like, I know, I know. Right. So I, I, I it's can just, understand. It's one that. of those things. You just, I just nod my head and go, okay, whatever. 
Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just they, they, uh, wh- whoever made this show obviously was inspired by Macross. That's, <laughs> that's all it comes down to because they, though, they look just like the Valkyries, you know, from there. Exactly. Like, exactly like them, yeah. And then they add this cyclones in, which are cool. I can't remember what they're called in the show. They're not cyclones. They're called something else. They're they're must be the climbers. Yeah, I guess they're must be the yeah. And uh, all the characters have different names, which I had to get used to. And uh, <laughs> oh yeah, their yeah. names are weird. Yeah, well they're they're like the Japanese American names. When they they think of names for Americans, they always have like or like Caucasians. They always have funny names. Yeah. Like the main hero's name is Stig. Sticks, right? St- oh, Stig. Stig, yeah. Because he's Stick in, in uh, yeah. Robotech. Hmm. And yeah, they're all like just slightly different. But uh, yeah, it's great so far. If, and it's on Amazon Prime. So anybody who has Prime, go watch it. So, nice. So it's, uh, it's free if you have Prime. Uh, that was about it. I think I don't have any other stuff. I'm still reading Robotech uh, Remix. It's all right. Uh, what else? Playing, uh, I do have MechWarrior 5. I've been playing on and off. First person games are not my favorite. I like it Battletech so much more. I'm a more of a turn based guy, but it's fun. But it also really pushes my computer to its limits. It's, uh, I have to have it on like the lowest graphics and stuff. It's not really <laughs> optimized for my computer, <laughs> but it's, it's fun. It's a fun game. And I'm actually reading the, uh, they had a, I think an eight part, uh, prequel short stories that came out on the uh their website right before it released and I'm reading through those and it pretty much tells the story of the founding of your mech company kind of and it, they're pretty well written and it's it's a weird time period I don't know why these games all take place in weird time periods but this one take place takes place in like 30 like 15 or something like that really early in the in the timeline and it's yeah it's really odd nobody nobody wants to touch the clans they all must be like uh, pat <laughs> they hate the clans <laughs> it's because they were just they were brought out in such the wrong way and it you know I don't, I'll argue this until I'm blue in the face and it, it, no one ever convinced me and I really do think it's what ruined Battletech way back in the day <laughs> it ruined Battletech it, for me at least I mean I'm not going to lie because I, I quit playing because yeah. everyone wanted to be a clan everyone be a clan blah 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 I don't have to generate any heat so I can shoot all my weapons a thousand times yeah yeah, well, you you were uh, you were on the uh, forefront of uh, being a grognard. <laughs> hey, I I like the inner sphere. I'm sorry, but you know I'm not saying that they I couldn't be at a disadvantage. But for God's sakes, there's disadvantage well, and just straight out. I I think it's who you played. I think it's really that that ruins many games is who you play. Yeah, in, in a sense, yes, but. The no heat thing was was really rough. To, was really well, hard to get over. It's not no heat. Well, come on! If you're not generating any heat, they, they heat do generate heat. <laughs> but if you're if you can't hold on to it, or if you dissipate all your heat every turn, well, you, you uh, they don't. Uh, it's not everything. But it might as well be. Anyways, point is, Pat, Pat is still bitter forty years later. But uh, uh, yeah, so uh, that was a good story. What is that noise? That's probably my fan kicking in again. That was quite loud. <laughs> Sounds like you are got a baby in a blender. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, that's Comstar, I think. There's not much else going on, I don't think. Please. There's, oh. uh, the, the, they just announced the giant moving Gundam. 
that they're going to be building in Japan. Yes, and in December I will be unleashing my moving Xeon to battle it. <laughs> yeah, people are saying I hope it's not just on rollers. It actually walks, but I have a feeling it's just on rollers. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to walk. No. If it walks, no. then we've, we've moved into biomechanics and robots way, yeah. way well, faster than they make uh like they make small robots walk. I don't see there's no reason they couldn't make something like that walk other than cost. <laughs> yeah. Like cuz you know, they make the little robots do it. Uh yeah, I think that Elon Musk has to buy Boston Dynamics and create uh you know, the the next generation of uh Gundams. That's yeah. just the the answer to all of our our hopes and dreams. Uh other than that, yeah. That's Comstar. I think that there's not much going on in that way for uh, things. But luckily, the Mech Bay Hangar might help us fill in some Comstar. So we'll be back for that. That's true. Now entering the Mech Bay Hangar. Okay, welcome to the Mech Bay Hangar. We're, we're going to discuss some stuff. I, uh, I have never any idea what to discuss, so I always make uh, polls on uh, <laughs> Facebook and on Discord. And the poll this time is what mecha show should be should we be watching? And we got tons of responses. A lot of people are saying it'd be hard to stump Brian, and I have to agree. And I think this list will prove that Brian's seen most of them. But uh, <laughs> uh, it was so long, I split it into two. We'll do the other one another time. But this, I'm going to focus this time on just like Western versions of stuff. Not the Japanese, because the Japanese list was quite long, and there's a lot of things I'd never heard of, and it was pretty cool. But we'll get back to that another time. So right yeah, now we'll, we'll talk. Pick, we'll pick those up on DVDs or Blu-ray at Mitsua. Yeah, that's yeah. Yes, in Chicago, there's a great store that uh, you can get everything you'd ever want. It's Brian's Mecca. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about some of these American shows that may interest us mecha fans, or mech fans, or big giant stompy robot fans. Uh, the first one someone mentioned is Big Guy and Rusty, the boy robot. It's, it's a little bit out of our purview, but I think it's close. <laughs> I, I actually remember watching this when it was on TV. <laughs> this, is a, this is an old cartoon, isn't it? Yeah, two seasons. It's, yeah, not, well, it's one of those, like, it's not too old, but I guess... It was 20 years ago, time, Brian. <laughs> time, time marches on. Yeah, it was on Fox Kids. Yep. 1999 to 2001. I don't think Fox Kids exists anymore. No, Fox Kids dissolved many years ago now. It was, it was out around the same time as, like, that revamped Godzilla cartoon. Oh, yeah. Oh. When it was, like, a friend, like a little kid, and he was... Well, no, when it was, it was like the Matthew Broderick Godzilla mm. cartoon show where they, they had him like help them fight monsters. It was, it was a silly show. But anyway, Big Guy and Rusty the Boy Robot is like a weird cross between, um, it, it is very like American. You basically have the giant, um, big guy who, who's a bit more robot, um, and then, Rusty is is more kind of like an Astro kind of Mega Man uh, type character. He's got you know personality of a kid, rocket boots, stuff like that. But it was a fun time. And uh, oh, Rusty, Rusty is a robot on top of himself, right? Yeah, Rusty's also a robot. Yeah, he's a Rusty, he's a boy Rusty's robot. Also... It, oh, it's okay. in the name of the show. It's Big Guy and Rusty <laughs> the Boy Robot. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, it's all, actually, I was, all I saw was the big guy and Rusty. Yeah. It's, uh, it was actually based on a comic book by Frank Miller, if you could believe that. Which is oh, hilarious. Really? Yeah. Known for his ultra-violent Batman runs and stuff. He, he also invented <laughs> this. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd never seen it. I, it's, I think it was in that time between I was too old to be watching shows, but I didn't start watching cartoons again kind of thing. So sure. I, I've never seen it. Season one was 1999, season two was 2001, so it's right around. Yeah, I was just I moving back from Toronto. 2001 so. was, uh, was, uh, was a dark day in my, in my life. It was a dark couple of years. Yeah, me too, actually. There was a, there was a lot, uh, not a lot of nerd stuff going on in my life at that point. Yeah. So that's, yeah, check this out sometime. It's, it's interesting. It's it, a fun you, time. I I don't know how well it's aged. <laughs> yeah, that's the question of any of these old oh, and shows. And I put some toys out for this, huh? There is a toy line. Yeah, there was a oh. toy line. Interesting. Uh, they also had promotional time with Burger King. So there you go. Oh Jesus! This is a Dark Horse Entertainment. Oh, is it? That yeah, because yeah. the original comic book was Dark Horse. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Maybe uh, Mantic can pick up the uh, the big guy and Rusty the boy robot license. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I never saw it, but Brian, you give it your thumbs up if uh, if it still is good as it, you remember it. Yeah. All right. Brian gives a thumbs up. Many years ago. <laughs> so, so I might and, watch a little bit just because it's Dark Horse. And I, I almost guarantee it's on uh, YouTube. If you look it up, I bet every single episode's on YouTube. Oh, not, not one doubt. Not one doubt. Um, and if anybody taking stock at home, we'll put it, uh, Brian has seen this, so so mark it in the Brian call. <laughs> I'm looking at the voices. Arlie Emmy is one of the voices. Yeah, it's cool. And Emmett Walsh, too. Like, all these old actors. Yeah, it's funny. I get, I get, I take it big guy never talked because he doesn't have a voice actor. I think he did. Did he talk? Yeah, Rusty was voiced by a girl. Well, a lot of the young kid voices like yeah, the Bart Simpson stuff, it's always women. I, I, I think it was one of the, the girls that was on, um, like Recess back in the day. Oh, she voices Bobby Hill on King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's where it's like, I'm like, I recognize that voice. That's more funny. Yeah, it's Bobby Hill. That's hilarious. I never knew that. And he, it was it was the same kind of like voice too. It's like hey, big guy. <laughs> I mean, Tom, was terrible. Tom Hanks's older brother is a voice on this thing too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, big guy's Jonathan David Cook. I don't know who that is, yeah. but I'm yeah, like, I could have sworn he talked. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Deep voice. Huh. All right, Arlie Emery is is obviously a. Uh, General, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. So that's the first yeah, one, yeah. I'm sure it was a very PG general. Then. Yes, yeah, not like his normal. Like, I'd like to see someone uh, do take clips from uh, Full Metal Jacket and put it into that show. <laughs> <laughs> Him yelling at the boy robot. Uh, next one that uh, I think at least some of us have watched is Genlock. I love Genlock. There's a Genlock. I, I actually mentioned this. There's a Genlock comic I'm reading right now too. And I love. Yeah, Genlock was a good show. I yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it, it got a release on uh, regular TV now too. So that's that's fun. I, th- I, I still haven't seen it. <laughs> Adult Swim has it now, so there you go. It is, it is on my list, Brian. It's the, it's, it's, guys. it's the it's the the series that we watched already, or did they start a whole new? No, it's a series watch. Already. It's only been season one. Uh, I think season two is in development still. All right. 
It has season one is on Adult Swim now. Uh, it looks like that, yeah. Adult Swim and oh. HBO Max. Oh, season two is going to be on HBO Max. Uh, yeah. So, so it was uh, originally. I think we watched it on YouTube, didn't we? I think it was uh, part of Rooster Teeth. Well, it was Rooster Teeth? Uh, was on Rooster Teeth. Oh, something like that. Yeah, it was on their own website. Yeah. Uh, it was really, it's really fun. It's, it's all computer animated, I'm pretty sure. And it's in the future where, uh, these, these people get pretty much their, they download their consciousnesses into giant robots to fight this nameless kind of group. Like the bad guys, it's another army, but they, they really, you don't really find out much about this other army, which is interesting. And, uh, it's really fun. It's, it's like military at first, especially it's very military and then, it's a great show, and it's uh the the main character is uh, Michael B. Jordan is Julian Chase. Oh, nice. Uh, Dakota Fanning is in it. Maisie Williams, mm-hmm. like it's all these famous actors who are uh, voicing. David Tennant was the doctor. Yeah, David Tennant was the one that surprised me most. <laughs> yeah, he was the doctor, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, <Good> yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. It was... But the, yeah, so a lot of great character, a lot of good, really good acting. I think Maisie Williams actually up for a. Uh, for an anime, like, I don't know what their Oscars are called, for voice acting for her role in this. So I, she was really fun in it. So there you go. Anybody hasn't seen Genlock, it is available on TV. I'm sure you can get it on streaming somewhere. Like, it's, I'm, I I guarantee it might even be on the uh, Rooster Teeth site yep. still, so. I feel like it was on Crunchyroll for a time, but I might be mistaken on that. Yeah, it's 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 around anyways. But, uh, yeah, check out Genlock. And there is that comic book by DC. And it's, it kind of takes place after season one. So hopefully it's, it's actually in continuity and they kind of work it into the show. Cause there's some, they go to Japan in that. And it's, it's some really cool stuff happening in the comic book. Expanding the world a bit. And it is a pretty deep world too, which is, I think I like a lot about that. So finally, it's one for me and Pat and zero for, for, uh, Brian on this one. We're tied. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everyone's got one. <laughs> That's true. Uh next one somebody suggested is Robot Wars, not the TV oh. show, the movie. Not Robot Jocks, which I enjoy quite a bit. This is Robot Wars, the sort of sequel. Anybody remember Robot Wars? I sorta of remember it. I do. I I, I don't think I watched it was it, it's up my wheelhouse as being terribly horrible. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, well. It's, it's in my wheelhouse of being horribly good. Yeah. Full Moon Entertainment back in the, the 80s, especially in early 90s, I guess, was like the B movie, straight mm-hmm. to video movies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they, they had some great stuff. And this is one of them. And it's pretty much, uh, giant robots fighting each other. There's like a scorpion robot, I remember. Well, it's the Western Bloc versus the Eastern Alliance, basically. Yeah. If I remember right. It's just kind of like America versus the, the, the advanced Nazis slash Russians. I, I yeah. mixing this one up with Robot Jocks. Is this where they like solve the world's problems by fighting robots, or is that Robot no, Jocks? That was, that's Robot Jocks. Okay. This is kind of a. This is the war. This is kind of a war, yeah. You know, they make defense robots uh, trying to, uh, you know, kind of keep. Protect their assets and everything like that. Mm. Yeah. I, I will I, say my buddy Rick has seen this. <laughs> it's uh, 1993, so 
it's one of those things you got to go back and check it out. I once again, I'm sure this is streaming somewhere. I, I should actually check. Uh, there's an app which has free movies for like for legit free movies called Tubi, and they have a lot of B movies that they just put up there. And they have, yeah. I think they run commercials during them, but there are some great, me and, me and my buddy Jack, we watched, one afternoon we watched tons of these kind of movies. And there was one that's supposed to have big giant robots in it. It was hilarious because it, it just showed the same clip over and over again. Cause that's all they had the budget for. <laughs> and it was, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It looked like a student film, but they're all like old people in it. And, um, this might be on there because they have a lot of, of the full moon stuff. So I have to check that out, see if we could find it. And, uh, the, that's the best thing about those kind of apps is you find old movies that nobody, nobody's going to put this on Amazon or any of the big, <laughs> it's not on Netflix, I'm sure. So, uh, you got to find it on some of the smaller ones, <laughs> but yes, Robot Wars. So this is, uh, I, I think I have seen it, but I don't really remember it. So I'll give myself a yeah, half well, a point. The Scorpion <laughs> was the bad, was the bad robot. Obviously scorpions are bad. <laughs> they found a, a functioning Regular from the war, back from the war. Yeah. Well, we'll have to check that out. And Pat, you're in the lead. You're at two points. I'm pretty proud of you. Yep. <laughs> it all drops from here. <laughs> uh, next is the Starship Troopers anime computer generator once again. Uh, was it a TV show or just a move set of movies? It was. I, I kind of remember it as a TV show. There, there was a. So I think there were. There was a CG TV show, mm-hmm. uh, and I can't recall if that's different than the anime Starship Troopers that was made. Because <laughs> I've never seen—I don't think I've ever seen an anime one. But uh, this is the the same studio that did the Appleseed movie. Oh, this uh, like yeah, this those sets. I think did uh, did this set. Uh, there's two of these movies out now. Uh, yeah, uh, the, I think the live action ones take took place first, I guess, and then yeah. they went then they went to anime. Well, they and, and they yeah, but the TV the, I know the TV show I don't know about these I don't think I've, I've seen these movies, but I know the TV show took it much more off to the book. Like they had the actual it, mechs in it, and they because the there's, mo- t- there's a TV show. Yeah, there's a computer generated TV show too. I did not yeah. see that one. And it was uh, a bit more kid friendly. Yeah, but they had actual mechs in it, unlike yeah. the movies. A lot, a lot less nudity. Oh and, yes. Yeah, a lot less swearing <laughs> and, and mutilation. The movie, yeah, the movie is is terribly good too, or horribly good too. Oh, it's it's a it's a great uh, a great satire movie. The first one especially. So, so have you guys have either you seen uh, the this invasion the fourth no, one? I haven't, I seen, haven't seen any of the uh, anime versions of Starship Trooper. Now my question is because <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've seen them, Brian. Yes. Uh, do they follow the book or do they follow the movie? So they continue the movies. Uh, okay. Okay. So uh, the bugs are, the bugs are all spiders. Yep. Yep. They're all the same type of bug. Um, Johnny Rico, uh, becomes a, a general. I don't know. Have you guys seen the other two star, the live action Starship Troopers? Uh, yes. Okay. There, isn't there more than two? Well, there's the first one and then there's the second one. <laughs> I, I thought there yeah. was another one. Isn't and there a newer one? The third, the third one's called Marauder, um, which is uh, starring Casper Van Dien again. Yes. And so the oh yeah okay invasion here is the fourth movie in in the set. 
Oh, it and actually takes place in the exact same world as that. Oh, that's interesting. Yep, yep. And then there's a fifth one called Traitor of Mars. Uh, I saw which, the Traitor of Mars. Traitor of Mars is fun because Casper Van Dien, he just comes back for every odd-numbered movie. He comes back to voice <laughs> Johnny Rico again. Um, in, in the in these CG ones, he takes a weird turn where he kind of becomes Big Boss. <laughs> and so his mecha is more like a metal gear than anything else. Oh jeez. Um it, they're 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 fun movies. I do rank them uh like it, of the Starship Troopers movies, I think it goes like 1 4 3 and 5 are kind of fighting each other in my opinion because they're both they're both that really dumb schlocky kind of thing. <laughs> they're very cheesy. Um like like the third Starship Troopers is the one where they ha- they have a theme song called "It's a Good Day to Die," and uh, catchy as I'll get out. Um, but the the fifth movie kind of picks up and plays on that too. But uh, but yeah, if you just want a, a fun little CG anime, very tropey kind of story about troopers, uh, you know, climbing into spaceships and fighting bugs. Um, it was a fun time. We actually, a couple of friends and I made, uh, not this last New Year's, but the last two New Year's before that, uh, we, we'd watch those movies with the, the big explosion, cause there's always a big explosion time <laughs> for New Year's. <laughs> so, I, I recommend them. They're fun. Okay. Uh, we'll check them out then. I'll the- just say that Dizzy comes back in, in, uh, Trader of Mars. <laughs> Isn't I did see parts of Trader Mars one one evening somewhere. Yeah. Uh the other uh TV show from them is uh about Starship Troopers called Roughnecks, the Starship Trooper- yeah, Troopers right. Chronicles. And that was yeah, the more kid friendly one. They had they had quite a few episodes. I don't know how many there's thirty six episodes, yeah. It's all available on Crackle, supposedly. If Crackle's still a thing anymore, is it still around? It's still around. Yeah, so Crackle has all the episodes. I, I think I have them all on DVD somewhere. I'm trying to remember that animation studio. Is that the same one that did like Beast Planet and I think like, it, Reboot and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a Canadian team. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was because it was shown on Teletoon here in Canada. And I think it was. It was because it was like the early CGI. Oh, yeah. Uh, Good stuff. And it was... Um, this one, it was the first to have like all the mechs and stuff. Cause this was a uh, 1999, 2000. So this is like really early, but it was more based on, I, it was still like, it still had a lot of things from the movies, but it also took a lot of things from the books where they had the mechs and yeah. which never came out into the movies until I, th- I think until the anime. They, I don't think they were ever in the live action, were there? Yeah. No. It, even like the phrase on the bounce. They, uh, didn't even, they didn't even have their power suits in the movie. Yeah. The yeah. power suits come into play in the, in these uh, CG movies. Yeah, so I think which is which is the which is the the sticking point of the Starship Troopers movies. Yeah, for me is the not having the power suits. Yeah, that was, that was kind of a major part the of whole, the. Uh, that's the whole part of being the mobile infantry. Yeah, that's where on the bounce comes from because they're jumping around. Yeah, like that, tribes. <laughs> and that this one it had, uh, I remember it had like a bigger mech, and then plus the power suits. And it was. It, it was a really fun show for, or like you say, for a kids version. So check that out. Once again, you can get this for free on Crackle, it seems. So 
go check out uh, Roughnecks too. So Starship Troopers is fun. It's, it's a bit of a guilty pleasure. The first movie is a true satire. It's Paul Verhoeven satire, satirizing fascism. And uh, people thought it was a fascist movie. And that's hilarious because it's so obviously a satire. They, they still kind of do, and they. <laughs> no one knows. A, no one knows satire anymore. Yeah, like we, it, shouldn't, we shouldn't aspire to uh, to the the Federation in that. Yeah, like franchise. that's the thing. Yeah, the the whole point was it was everybody was blue eyed, blonde haired. Like there there was only only certain people were left alive. Like all, the main characters are from Brazil. Do they look like they're from Brazil? <laughs> Buenos Aires. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like come on, people. So uh, yeah, so check out. The Starship Troopers, read the book, and uh, it's fun time, Starship Troopers. Uh, the next one's a classic for me is because uh, back in the day, this was a short-lived show, but it was great, Exo Squad. They actually had some of the license from Robotech to, for their toys, so they had a lot of the Exo Squad toys that actually look like Destroids or uh, Glogs and stuff. <laughs> But this was, uh, me and my friends, we were all into role-playing games. We've created a role-playing game up with Powered Armored, and literally, like, the next week, the show came on TV, and we're like, come on, we just invented this, and it shows on TV, <laughs> so it's all about, it, it, about, uh, Powered Armor squads fighting, uh, these, this ex-slave race on Mars, and it's, it's a quite, it's, it's a fun, two seasons, 52 episodes, it was also, like, for a kid's show, it was, uh, pretty violent, and it was also, one long story, which is unusual back in what year was this? Nineteen ninety-three. So ninety-three. Yeah, I barely remember it. I watched a couple episodes. That's about it. Yeah, I think I maybe saw one or two episodes. I do not remember it very well. I'm sure it doesn't hold up. I'm sure if I watch it now, it'd be like watching the BattleTech TV cartoon. It'd be yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the one that stands out to me is the blue guy. I forget what his name was. The the actual bad guys were the Martians. Yeah, they. Were... Well, there was the blue guy on the. Oh, I think oh, he was a Martian starts. that joined them, yeah. He was okay. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> John John. But uh John. yeah. Exo Squad was a it was a, for the time it was like kind of mind blowing because if you weren't used to watching anime, this was like an American version of anime before mm. things like, you know, Avatar and things like that. Yeah. And uh yeah. It was uh in syndication too, which is so you could watch it on Saturday morning. It was people getting shot in the face and stuff. It was, from what I remember, I'm sure it's not as good as I remember, but, uh, Exo Squad. Did they call the Martians Neo Sapiens? Uh, what do they call the Martians? Neo Sapiens. Did they call them that? I know they were just a, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Neo Sapien. Yeah, that's right. They're from Venus though, aren't they? No, I think it was pretty much Mars, wasn't it? Because it was Olympus Mons was their base, wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. (laughs) Oh, Venus and Mars. You're right. It's Venus and Mars. So it's both. Yeah. Because I remember Olympus Mons was the main bad guys. Phaeton. Phaeton was the bad guy. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know where, yeah, I don't know where you could find. Are we all tied? <laughs> once, yeah. Once again, if, we're all tied again. if you well, can find this on YouTube, check it out. And I'm sure it's not as good as I remember. Uh, this last one, I don't know if any of us have seen this. Not it's, yet. It's on the list. Yeah, Cannon Busters. It's on, it's based, once again based on a comic book. It's on Netflix. Never even heard of this. But it seems to be popular. It's, it only came out uh, just recently, I think. By recently, like probably in the last half year, but. <laughs> yeah, August 2019 is when it came out. 12 yeah. episodes, half an hour each. Based on a comic book from, it's Devil's Due. So it's like a pretty independent. 
Uh, okay. The comic book came out in t- 2005. So Devil's Due is in the comic book? No, Devil's Due was the company that made it. Mm. Devil, Devil's Due came out of uh, Image back in the day. It's one of those yeah. spin-offs. The, the comic book was called Cannon Busters also. I don't know much about it, and if you guys have not seen it, this is definitely something we have to watch. <laughs> and the, uh, I think the the animation team behind it also worked on the the more recent Macross uh, oh, yeah? series. Yeah, they're they're production and, and cooperation with Studio Inoue on those two on uh, Macross Frontier Zero and uh, Delta. Nice, good for them. It was it was also Kickstarter Day. This animation, it's pretty interesting. Because yeah. it's just uh, an OVA series, so I think, right? No, yeah. no. Yeah, it's it's twelve ish, twelve episodes, but okay, gotcha. Yeah, I don't think it's OVA. Well, OVA is usually shorter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah those are usually shorter ones. Three episodes or whatever, but uh, yeah. Cool. So we have to check this out. I never even knew about it, so yeah. I don't. Do, do either of you know anything about this storyline? I don't, and then there's nothing online here that no. gives me a... Just from the look of it, it reminds me of Trigon. Just from the, the art I, style I, and the... I feel like I, I watched a trailer for it, and that was the vibe I was getting, too. Yeah, a little uh, a, irrelevant. Like Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> yeah. On, uh, Western. Yeah, I'm getting a Cowboy Bebop feeling when yeah. I look at the pictures. A little bit more uh, more irrelevant, uh, irreverent. And, uh, yeah, that, that pretty much covers the North American sort of ones. We did have an anime in there, but, uh, Starship Troopers is a North American brand, so. But, uh, yeah, that, there's a lot to think about there, people. We, yeah, we have good suggestions. Yeah, it was, uh, I'm glad we, uh, I like it when we get the users, or the listeners, uh, in users. What are we? <laughs> users. I think we're reboot right here. I'm, uh, reboot on my mind. Uh, um, yeah, it's nice when the uh, listeners tell us what to do and we don't have to think about things. But no, they, it's, there's so much stuff out there, but we, you don't, you can't know it all unless you're Brian. And, <laughs> and it's good to uh, get suggestions because otherwise you just end up watching the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like I can only watch Gundam so many times or Robotech. So I, I, I I'm enjoying these suggestions. Yes, because I'm definitely gunned them down for a while. Yeah, I, I, I'm a bit. I've been watching the Zeta movies, and I watched the first two, so I'm on the third Zeta movie, and I haven't watched the third one yet because I'm a little like, okay, I've seen a lot of Gundam now, so <laughs> that's why I jumped onto Maspita. But next time, next time it's my turn. Maybe if I can't think of anything better, we'll talk about the Japanese ones. That there's a lot longer Japanese list, and I don't know any of them. So <laughs> that that might be a lot more interesting uh, for discovery because most of these I heard yeah. of at least. The only one I haven't heard of it was the Cannon Busters. The rest I knew of a little bit. So fun times. Anything else to add, boys? No. Not the I can think of. We're all set. We'll get welcome to, the, to 2020. We'll get to the X fill and we'll uh, say our say our goodbyes. Let's X fill out of here. The distant future, the year two thousand. It is you cyberpunk, although cyberpunk you, got delayed. So <laughs> you will be assimilated. They did swear in the uh, is it the the first guy to the the space force. It with his camouflage outfit. Yep. 
just that'll in case. be really useful. Well, when you're on the uh, when you're in the jungles of Venus, you you'll need the camouflage. If if you've ever seen uh, Mutant Chronicles, you know. Uh, <laughs> Does it even matter what the spaces look like if you're in space? In space, no one can see you because you've got camo. Well, why bother Just, having camo? <laughs> or, or why bother, not, or why not have camo then? That's my, my thing. People make so much fun about the camo. It doesn't make a difference. They could be purple. You go into space. Just as long as the suit works, who cares what the fuck it looks like? But it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. That's the the Navy doesn't even wear camo. Air yeah. Force doesn't wear camo. Air Force wears camo. Only if they're on the ground, I guess. Their pilots don't. The planes are camouflaged from the top. <laughs> Sometimes. So. Oh, let's get out of here. Stop talking about Space Force. Anyways, this is the X-Fill, and uh, we're talking about Space Force. Um, Space Force! Please do join us on Facebook. That's our main outlet. And if you don't like Facebook, we do have Discord. Not a lot of happens on Discord compared to Facebook. There's a lot more yeah. discussion on Facebook. Just not there on Discord enough myself. Yeah, yeah and we don't post that much. I try to, but it's it does get left to the side. Um, but hey, if you want to start a conversation, I'm sure if anybody wants to talk, they can go in there because it's more of a chat room. And, um, you can also email us if you really want to about anything. You can email complaints yep. to pat at, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> mobilearmorradio at <laughs> gmail.com is our email. Uh, Twitter. You can come, you can come see us at the Mantic booth at C2E2 is in Chicago at the end of February. Yep. And also Adepticon. I won't be there, but Brian and Pat will be there in yep. March. End of March. Yep. And we'll probably all be at Gen Con this year, I would assume. You're going to go this year, uh, Brian? Brian is not. No, you Sadly, can't make it. I cannot make it. He's dead to me. He's got to get married or something. No, <laughs> come on, Brian. Priorities, man. Yeah. This is this is how is this how your marriage is going to affect your nerd life now? Is this what we get? We look forward to look forward uh, we'll, to. We'll, we'll find <laughs> a good balance, but it's like happening the month after I got married. Yeah, yeah. So. This is this is this is what we have to look forward to now. I have a feeling so, you're you're going to be sorry, tapped guys, out. The wife won't let me do a bar anymore. <laughs> I don't know. She seems cooler than Brian, though. So. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, enough, enough razzing the poor guy. We will be back next month for more excitement. I don't know whose turn it is, but it's someone's it's turn. Brian, start thinking of something to talk about. Sure. Okay. And, uh, yeah, until then, this has been Mobile Armor Radio. I've been Rob. I've been Brian. And I've been Jobber. Thank you, and good night. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at MArmorRadio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, MobileArmorRadio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion. 